Welcome back. It's been a minute. Uh, I haven't been on in about a month. Sorry for that, but um, there's been tons of stuff that went on in the sports world. Uh, today's episode, I'm going to go over every sport, all the stuff that's happened, NHL, NBA, NFL. Um, I'm going to recap some stuff, some of my opinions, all that stuff. I'm glad to be back after about, it's been about a month, so I'm back in the fold, ready to go. Uh, I don't want to take too much of your time, so I'm just going to hop right into it. We'll start with the NFL. The draft has come and gone. Um, overall, I was uh, was pretty satisfied with the draft, to be honest, for my team, Buccaneers. Um, we were able to trade back and get some valuable assets later in the draft. Uh, guys that can make a solid impact day one. I uh, would have liked us to get maybe another safety, but that's not a huge deal. Uh, overall, I was surprised about the quarterback situation for the draft. Uh was expecting these guys to go way earlier than they did, but um, overall it was a solid draft. I was pretty... There wasn't too many surprises. Maybe some of the slips of uh, certain players, but not nothing crazy. Uh, maybe N'Kobe Dean slipping to the third round for the Eagles was uh, something interesting. But as the draft has been about a month away, it was a month, a month long ago. Pretty sure most of you already know all the stuff. Just want to recap about it, how I feel about it, and uh, just give a small breakdown. I feel like for my team, we were able to um, really manipulate the board and how we wanted. We were to pick up uh, future assets as well, so that was important to us. Uh, I would like for us to sign maybe a few more vets along the D-line, maybe another, uh, maybe a veteran corner. We'll see. Um, still, still with the NFL, the schedule was released. Got some primetime games, uh, some interesting games. I think the season opens up with the Rams and the Bills. Should be a wild season. Um, my team, Bucks, we play in Germany versus Seahawks. Should be an interesting one. I think we'll win. Hopefully we'll win. Uh, we also play on Christmas versus the Cardinals. Uh, there's teams that play in uh, New, uh, New Mexico. Not New Mexico. Mexico City. Uh, the UK. Bunch of international games. Uh, and of course, there's always revenge tours. So week one, Russell Wilson back to uh, back to Seattle with the Broncos. Uh, AJ Brown plays the Titans. Uh, I think it's in Tennessee. I don't believe Devontae Adams plays the Packers, and I don't believe Tyree Kill plays the Chiefs. I could be wrong. I'm not 100% sure about everyone's schedule. But those were the few notable games that stood out. Uh, Super Bowl rematch, Chiefs and Bucks, Sunday Night Football. Uh, should be a crazy, crazy season in the NFL. With more to come still. We're still waiting a Debo Samuel trade. Uh, we're still waiting a Jimmy Garoppolo trade. Uh, maybe a few others, you never know. 
Speaking of trades, there was a there's a small trade that I, that hasn't been mentioned. Brian Edwards traded from the Raiders to the Falcons for uh, I think it was a fifth and a seventh swap or something like that. Small little trade, but Falcons rebuilding their uh, their uh, wide receiver room. They have they now have Drake London. They have Brian Edwards. Uh, think they signed somebody i can't remember off the top of my head who they signed but they brought someone else too and they still have zacchaeus so uh which when the falcons originally started the offseason they had nobody now at least they have some guys that uh mariota 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 or desmond ritter could uh could throw to uh, some other wide receiver news. DeAndre Hopkins suspended six games for PEDs. It's always tough to judge these uh, suspensions. We don't really know if they're actually true that they knew what they were putting in their body. A lot of them state state that they didn't. I'm not I'm not saying he did or he did not, but I'm just saying we don't we never really know. So that'll be interesting how the Cardinals do without him for the first six games. Uh, and then there's just some signings. Um, Tyron Matthew and Jarvis Landry signing with the Saints. Obviously, Jarvis is a one-year deal. Tyron got a bigger bigger contract. Uh, wasn't too pleased about that as a Bucks fan, but it is what it is. I still don't think Michael Thomas will be ready, but he might be ready, but from what I've seen, he doesn't he still doesn't look 100%, but I'm not a doctor, so I can't really tell. Um, Kyle Fuller and James Bradbury, some veteran corners signing with, uh, Kyle Fuller to the Ravens and James Bradbury was released by the Giants and signed with Philly. So now Philly has two solid options at corner with, uh, Bradbury and Darius Slay. It's all on Jalen Hurts this year, so we'll see how he does. And more corner news, Jair Alexander, Denzel Ward, big extensions. Uh, I think Jair's makes him the highest paid corner in the league, or second, very close to Ramsey's number. And Denzel Ward, quite an underrated corner. Doesn't get all the hype and the attention because he was in Cleveland for so long. But uh, I think he's a solid player. Plays the run pretty well. Makes some good tackles. But every corner is going to get beat. So when people say, oh, he's just getting beat. Well, every corner gets beat at some point. So I think they're both great players. Um, nothing else too crazy. The CBA changing a few things here and there in the NFL. Um, mini, Ricky Minicamp is underway or has gone. And uh, OTAs has started. Uh, training camp's coming up shortly. So we'll see. We'll see all the rookies, the vets all mixed in there. Should be fun. And of course, the Raiders, uh, a couple days ago, worked out Colin Kaepernick. It's his first workout in a long time for an actual NFL team. Apparently it went well, so we'll see how his uh, his fate holds. I think, uh, I think he could be a backup. Some people say he could be a starter, and... We haven't seen him in a couple years, so I can't say whether he could be a starter or not. The last we saw of Kaepernick wasn't great. Just quarterback play. Nothing about him, just quarterback play in general. Wasn't great quarterback play. 
but he's definitely better than some of these some of these guys on the roster for hundred percent. I will not deny that. Like uh like a Ben Danucci and uh some of these guys that were starting in prime time when Dak got injured a couple years ago. Uh yeah, he's definitely better than those guys. I think he deserves a chance and uh I hope he gets signed by the Raiders to, to be their backup and push Derek Carr. So that wraps up the NFL segment. Let's go on to the NBA. There's quite a lot to talk about, too, in the NBA. This this episode is pretty much just a sports recap or a sports mashup of everything that's been happening the last month in the three major sports that I follow. So we'll go with the NBA. Obviously, the uh, the playoffs are well underway. We're about to enter the NBA Finals, actually. But before I get there, I want to talk about the NBA Awards. They're finally out, and we've seen them all. Uh, the three major ones, though, is the uh, the MVP, the Defensive Player of the Year, and Rookie of the Year. For me, at least, those are the major ones. Uh, and Coach of the Year was uh, Monty Williams, but... Obviously, he couldn't coach too well because his Dallas, uh, he got smoked by Dallas. But that's not all on him. His uh, his two best players didn't show up. So, I still think Monty Williams is a great coach. Um, MVP, Jokic. So, Jokic goes back to back. Uh, it was a tough one for me because there was times where I felt like Embiid was more dominant. But then you would look at... Um, but then you would look at his numbers, like Jokic's numbers, for example, like, uh, oh, and he just had a quiet 37 and 15 rebounds with nine assists. Just a quiet number. You know, nothing crazy. So I can see, I, I see why he's won MVP. I think it's obviously disappointing for Joel Embiid. I think that was his only real shot to win it. Because I think. There's going to be more guys next year in the running. You know, Luka's going to be hungry, whether regardless of what happens here. Obviously, Booker is going to be fueled up. Ja should be back healthy. Uh, LeBron is always a, a guy. Kevin Durant's always a guy. So, even Curry, Giannis, all these guys. So, I think that was his only chance to win MVP, and unfortunately, he didn't win it. If I had a vote, I probably would have voted Embiid, but I don't have a vote, so that does not matter. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, I was relatively surprised that this went to a guard. Uh, This went to um, Marcus Smart of the... um... So yeah, um, I was speaking about... uh, Sorry, I, I got cut off. Uh, defense player of the year, yeah. So I was surprised that it went to a guard. Um, Marcus Smart picked this one up. I was uh, I was pretty happy for him, honestly. Guy's worked hard his whole career. He's uh, he's definitely improved too. Because I remember there was times where you'd watch Boston earlier in the earlier in their careers. Some of the Boston players and Smart was was a bit of a liability offensively. At least now he can make some shots. He makes some tough layups. Every night he's giving you 10 to 15 points with a couple assists, great defense. So I'm happy it went to him. I still thought they would have gave it to Rudy Gobert, but I'm glad to see somebody else win it. Um, So yeah, good for Marcus Smart. He also made all defensive team, him and uh, Robert Williams. Uh, 
which I was just watching Robert Williams last night. I know he's playing with a knee injury, but my God, this guy is just a beast on defense. He's flying everywhere, blocking shots left and right. So two great guys on their uh, their back end of the defense. And then rookie of the year. Honestly, all my Raptor fans probably will hate me, but I think I still think Evan Mobley should have been rookie of the year. I think it was a super tight race, to be honest, between the two of them. I think Evan Mobley's injury and the fact that he wasn't in the playoffs hurt him a bit. I think Jared Allen's injury hurt him a bit. But I still think that's ah, tough because they both impacted the the teams pretty pretty evenly, to be honest. Like Scotty was a great wing player for them. He was a good uh he scored. He went. He had his games where he went crazy, or his games where he went quiet. But I, I still think Evan Mobley overall was slightly more consistent throughout the whole year. And it wasn't. It wasn't a, a big a big difference. Like I'm not saying Scotty uh, didn't deserve it. I just think Evan Mobley deserved it slightly a bit more. That's just my opinion. You don't have to agree with it, but that's what I I believe. I also believe if Cade Cunningham. Started out the because uh, he missed early in the season. I think if he also if he didn't play in Detroit, which is a pretty boring market, I think he would have more votes. I think Cade will be the best out of the three, to be honest, out of that class, regardless. But very very deep rookie class, and the NBA is in good hands. Those three you have Davion Mitchell, you have Jalen Green still, Josh Giddy, uh, Franz Wagner, Bones Highland. Uh, there's definitely people I'm missing. Alperin Sagoon, uh, and some guys that didn't even that didn't even play much are still some solid players. And then we got a nice class coming up this year too. NBA is in great hands. So I mentioned some of the All NBA teams already. Um, the first All NBA first team was uh, a, a little surprising. Uh, Booker, Doncic, Tatum, Giannis, and Jokic. So, clearly, second in MVP voting for Joel Embiid and didn't make the All-NBA first team, which will cost him a bit of money in terms of contract-wise. But um, I think it was Jason Tatum that mentioned that uh, the All-NBA teams should go to positionless because right now it's it's the two-guard, the two-forward, the center uh, format where it should be the best five players from that year, then the second best five players, and then the third best five players, regardless of position, because then guys won't get snubbed. Like, I would have, like, this This one's tough, obviously. Like, I think, I'm not even sure who you would take off this first team to put Embiid. Maybe you take off Tatum and put, and put uh, Embiid there, maybe. But even that, it's like it's not it's not really realistic. I don't find. So let's go on to the second team, which was Curry, John Morant, Demar Derozan, Kevin Durant, and Joel Embiid. Uh, obviously, KD. KD could have been on the third team. To be honest, he missed a lot of the season. I I believe, but that is none of my business. I don't have no votes. Obviously, DeMar DeRozan was crazy this year, but he went ice cold in the playoffs, as usual. 
Ja was just electric and Steph, well, Steph did what Steph does usually. And just, I feel like he's had to carry uh, more of the offensive load, though, than he's normally had in his career with the Warriors. Like, normally Steph would have his, but then there would be KD, there would be uh, Clay Thompson in those earlier years, in the 2015s and all that. Or, yeah, those years. Uh, I feel like he's carried more of this a bit, the offensive burden. So a uh, pretty solid second team, I guess. Uh, third team, Chris Paul, Trey Young. Um, this could have went to anyone else. I heard people saying Kyrie Irving, but obviously he didn't play enough. And uh, yeah, he definitely didn't play enough. Uh, so Trey Young, uh, Chris Paul, Pascal Siakam, Carl Anthony Towns, who had a great year leading that Timberwolves team. And LeBron. Obviously, if LeBron was in the playoff picture, he would have been on the second team, probably. Instead of uh, maybe DeRozan or Kevin. Uh, Pascal, you know what? Pascal had a great year. People hate on him, but where would the Raptors have been without Pascal Siakam, to be honest? Because I feel like Fred Van Vliet, he had a, he had a good year, just more of a down year for him. In his role as a full-time starter without Lowry. You know what? I won't call it a down year, but there was games where he disappeared. I know he was pretty injured. Uh, so that had to affect his play for sure. Uh, so those were all NBA, all NBA teams. Um, the all-NBA defensive teams were announced too. Uh, I did notice that Patrick Beverly... A guy with a lot of opinions was not on there. So I'm sure he had a lot to say about that. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the conference finals that are happening right now. And the upcoming finals, which I don't want to look too far ahead because there's, there's still games to be played. But it's looking like a Boston-Golden State final in which... I will be rooting for the Celtics. Um, yeah, I just... Something about this team, the Celtics team, this playoff run has uh, has really... I don't know, I, I, I catch myself rooting for them sometimes. Uh, against the Nets, I was definitely going for Boston. The Bucks, I was kind of... I was, I was happy with whoever kind of won. Like, uh, you can't hate Giannis, so... I was uh, content with if the Bucks won or Boston, but Boston obviously won. And in this series, Miami, well, it was tough to pick against Miami because, uh, you know, I got some old ties to Miami. I used to be a fan of them, but they, they kind of bore me nowadays. I love uh, I love Eric Spolstra, and Jimmy Butler has been awesome this year. But they just they, they bore me a little bit. Like, uh, they're very stagnant. And like uh, like I've seen people say, there will be games where they'll go off for one one thirty, whenever all their starters score double digits. Uh, Tyler Heroes scored in twenty, and all these guys are scoring. And then there's games where they'll score eighty points, which was what we saw the other night. So yeah, like I mentioned, they they kind of bore me. Uh, and then Golden State, well, as long as uh, I'll, I'll never root for Golden State as a LeBron fan. So, can't do it, won't do it. 
Um, I hope they lose. That's all. Hope Boston gets their first ring. Or not not their first ring, but Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and all those guys get their first ring. Be great to see. But it's not over yet. Miami could win two in a row. And it'd be a miracle if Dallas made a comeback. Luka Doncic, that would be an amazing, huge accomplishment for him. Um, I just I can't see it happening. I would love it. I would love for it to happen, but I can't see it happening. And then the uh, this upcoming off season NBA wise should be hectic as hell. What's gonna happen with Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving? How does LeBron feel? Zach Levine. Uh, there's a few other guys that are free agents. Uh, should be a wild off season. So let's move on to the NHL as we're slowly going to wrap up. Uh, the Leafs suck. What do you want me to tell you? Every year they do the same thing over and over and over and over again. As a Habs fan, it does not hurt me to say that these guys are choke artists. It's just it is what it is. There's nothing more I could say. You've had a. You got Matthews, Marner, Tavares, Nylander. There's no excuse. I know you played Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's a solid team. But you had them on the ropes. And you just couldn't hit them with a knockout punch. And Leafs are eliminated. So it is what it is. Uh, NHL playoffs have been, honestly, they've actually been very solid, I found. I'm in a hockey pool, running away with first place. So I've been paying a lot more attention to the playoffs this year than normal. Uh, and the games are exciting, actually. Like I, I didn't really watch too much in the NHL because I was bored of it, to be honest. Come playoff time, though, it's been really interesting. Uh, it's just been Connor McDavid show, just a Connor McDavid, yeah, just a show. This guy just goes absolutely berserk every night, single-handedly bringing his team back against Dallas, single-handedly giving his team a lead in this series versus Calgary. Uh, and then Dreisaitl starting to click, and Evander Kane is scoring goals, and they they look dangerous. It's just Mike Smith. It's really Mike Smith that scares me. But they do look dangerous. I don't think Calgary will come back. They might win one more game. Calgary's a solid team. I just I think McDavid has imprinted his his stamp on this series, and it's too much to overcome. And same with McKinnon, like, uh, uh, what a game last night. He just single-handedly took over. But the unfortunate part is that St. Louis ended up winning. Now, this game six is huge for uh, Colorado because I don't know if, if they lose game six, then you start to get the doubts again. Oh, Colorado's best team or one of the best teams regular season, and they choke. Best teams in the regular season, and they choke. They don't want to be the the Leafs of the West. So I'm really hoping for a nice, crazy conference finals of McDavid versus McKinnon and Tampa Bay versus... Uh, I would love the Rangers to win. I can't stand Carolina. They drive me crazy with their storm surging and all that. All that. Yeah, just I just don't like them. Cocky, cocky ran organization don't like Rod Brindamore either so hoping for the Rangers to move on 
Not that I love the Rangers either, but I just hate Carolina more than I hate New York Rangers. Uh, should be if if those scenarios played out, it would be a crazy conference finals, and then, well, whether it's Tampa Bay or or whoever, versus you get McDavid or McKinnon in the finals. So you cannot complain if you're a, an avid hockey fan. So. Putting that together with uh, with a wild NHL season. I forgot to mention in the NBA um, earlier that they added awards for the conference finals. So this is brand new this year. So the MVP of the conference finals gets an award for each side. The one in the East is actually the Larry Bird trophy or... I think, yeah, it's after Larry Bird, and the one in the West is Magic Johnson. So, fitting that if Boston moves on, probably Jason Tatum will get a Larry Bird trophy. And Larry Bird, obviously, longtime Celtic legend. So, I just, uh, I forgot to mention that, but it's pretty cool. Uh, So, back to the NHL. Um, My Habs, we got the first pick at home, the draft. We should pick Shane Wright. I don't think we have to overthink this. Um, if we get him, we should hopefully we'll be good at center for years to come. We have Suzuki. We could slot Shane Wright. Jake Evans is a solid third line center. Even Ryan Paling. Try and find a role for him. Now you got to get some some wingers. Josh Anderson's there. You have Caulfield. I'm not sure what happens with the rest of the guys like the um, Hoffman and uh, a few other guys like Dvorak and Drouet. I think we got. I think the young guys are starting to emerge. You see Laval Rocket moving on to the third round. Uh, it's time to start playing some of these guys, and I hope that Marty St. Louis is back. And I I, I like the vision that uh, these new GM and player. Uh, Hockey ops guy, uh, uh, Gordon, Gordon, is uh, leading this team. Um, it's a bright future, I believe. Depends what happens with Price. Uh, wasn't great his last few games of the year that he played for us, but hopefully he can be healthy. Would be great for him to end his career with us healthy on a high note. But you never know. Primo has has been. He's been in our system for years, so hopefully he could be the future for us. If not, then you got to look elsewhere, and uh, I'm sure that the GMs for our team, the assistant GM and Kent Hughes and and Jeff Gordon are, are well aware of what they got to do. So that's going to wrap it up. My sports recap, I'm glad to have dropped something back. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, hope you guys have a great day. Take care.